Before we get into today's episode of Good Podcasting, I want to kind of give you a heads up about what you are about to listen to because uh, for a couple of reasons, really. Uh, one, this episode is about way more, way more than just podcasting. So I wanted to just let you know that if you're looking for the normal quick tips and tools and strategies on how to create, launch, and grow your podcast, this is not that. All those things, I promise, are in this episode, but this is much longer than what you're typically used to. It's going to be about an hour-long episode, so uh, just give you a, a warning there, but it's a great episode. It's a great story. It's about so much more than podcasting, and I wanted to share it with you for a couple of reasons. One, because Jose that I'm interviewing in this episode uh, is a gentleman that I met just over a year ago, I believe, and he had some questions about podcasting, wanted to get something started, and so we got on a call and we've been kind of working kind of throughout the year and checking in on each other and how things are going, and his project has taken off like crazy. He'll talk about that in the episode, so I don't want to reveal too much there. But the other reason uh, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up is that this story starts in kind of a dark place. Uh, when Jose and I first connected, he was not in a really healthy place in his life, and he'll talk all about that. But um, we talk about some hard things, and just, again, wanted to give you a heads up and a warning on that. Don't dwell on it too long. He is he's in a different place now. He's found hope, and he's found joy, and he's found peace in his life. And part of that is this podcast, believe it or not, that he started. So a few episodes ago, if you listened, uh, we talked about that podcasting, to really be successful as a podcaster, it's got to come from a place of passion in your life. What Something that drives you. What is it that, that drives you, that keeps you motivated? And that's exactly what this episode is about. It's about Jose moving from a place of struggle and hardship and darkness to finding something that brings him life, that brings him meaning, that brings him purpose. And it's not just the podcast. The podcast was a small part of this story. And again, it's not all about podcasting here. It's about the story. The podcast is a small part of it. But the way that he has found hope and joy and peace in his life and how podcasting has become part of that is why I'm really excited to share this episode with you today. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Good Podcasting. My name's Brian. I'm the host of the show. And on this podcast, we really want to help you be able to create, launch, and grow your podcast and do it successfully. And uh, today I have a special guest on the show. His name is Jose Alvarez. He's from Bedford in the UK. He is, he's got all things he's, he's involved in, all things music, film, production. Uh, a few of those that uh, I just want to introduce you to is uh, Displace Paranormals. Control Alt Delete Audio, Video Drone Podcast, which we'll talk specifically about today. But Jose, welcome to the show. I'm interested in hearing about all of these, but let me just start by saying welcome and uh, glad to have you here. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time um, just getting me on the show. I've been watching what you're doing. You're a massive inspiration to what I've done with uh, Video Drone. You pushed me in the right direction. I can only say thank you so much for that. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, 
Uh, I just want to talk to you about kind of that journey, right? How this all got started, what connected us. This is a fun one for me uh, because you and I connected over a year ago, I think, maybe a year and a half ago. I can't remember exactly when. Um, and kind of we've talked through some of this process that you've gone through. I've learned from you. You've learned from me. And this has kind of been fun uh, just to journey through this together and see where you're at. So let's go way back to the beginning, right? Okay. As far back as you want to go okay. uh, in the beginning. Uh, I know that you reached out because you saw, you found my YouTube channel, I think, um, and uh, connected that way. But what was the, the, what initiated this journey for you to start podcasting? Um, I think I just needed something to love because in, I think it was December 28, 2021, I was on my way to get my um, PCR test done. I was on the motorway, was going to get the test done. We was in a slow lane, going about 50 miles an hour in the back of a car. Uh, it was raining slightly a little bit and we were just talking, we were driving probably about 50 miles an hour. As we were driving, the next thing you know, well, I woke up in the car, I couldn't move. Um, I was in the back of the car. The ambulance service come and got me out of the car, took me to what the general hospital, thanks to them guys. And as they ran tests, they found out that I'd broken my neck. I had a hangman's fracture, and it's the same injury that you'd get if you hung yourself. So I spent the next mm. two weeks in hospital, and then they moved me back to home, where I was in bed, I couldn't move. My ability wasn't great. And all I could really do was just lay in bed and eat eat food and watch TV. And as this went on, it just became, I didn't know how long the process of this would be because, you know, I couldn't walk. I couldn't really do the basic thing, go to the toilet, turn over. I had to sit with a special pillow, obviously with my neck brace on. It was a real struggle. And as time went on, probably about six months, I lost my mum. And that was a difficult, that was really, really difficult event. And then probably a few months after that, I then lost people in my life that were important to me and just my whole world was crumbling around me all i could do was just mm. lay in bed and watch tv and just eat comfy i guess and it did get to the point where i did question my life i didn't want to be on this planet anymore and i never ever felt like that i never felt the way that i felt and i had to really dig deep and search inside of me what was wrong and i had to talk to doctors they diagnosed me with depression ptsd trauma um, and I really just didn't know my worth because I know as going up, I've always been at a blessed life. I've traveled the world with DJ. I've done a lot of, a lot of places I've been to that I've never even thought that I would go to. And mm -hmm. I'd always kind of just been faithful of what I got. And when people would say to me that they would, you know, talk about suicide thoughts and being like that, I was always looking at them in a different way and I always say, you know, there's people out there that have got terminal illness. They're going to, someone's going to maybe die tomorrow, a week, a month, a year. They haven't got that chance to live. And by you taking mm -hmm. your life is very selfish. And I did have a lot of friends over the years that took their life over mental health. But then I think as I was in that state, and I never believed about depression or mental health, as I was in that state, I realized this was real. And what I was going mm -hmm. through was real. And I, you know, the friends around me, because I didn't want to see anybody. I isolated myself. I couldn't I couldn't go um, online to see anything. I didn't want to see anybody. I just wanted to be alone. And got to the point where after losing everything, I just sat there and said, you know what? If I, if I go tomorrow, if I don't wake up, I don't care. 
I didn't have any worth. I didn't have any value. Mm. This was very, very hard for me. And, to, and I felt embarrassed and ashamed to talk about it to people. But a couple of my best friends, they reached out to me. And they said, look, we've got a psychiatrist that maybe will help you and talk to you. And I started talking on that journey with him. And then one day I was just like, you know what? Like, why has God done this to me? Why is mm. why I've lost everything? Why is all this happening? I need answers. So one day I went to church. It's a local church near me. It's a Miracle Church, Miracle Christ Church. And I went there, I walked in. I was very emotional. I was very upset. I um I didn't know what I was doing there, but you know, I was they pulled me aside in the room and I told them about my accident, what happened. And they turned around to me and said, You know what? You should have died that day in the car, but you didn't. God's got a purpose wow. for you. God's got a plan for you. And I don't know, Brian, but that then something snaps in my mind that was like the severity of this accident was real because I always, I always looked past it and didn't think. I always took it brighter, it took it for granted. But when they told me that that day, I went home, and automatically, you know, I I went home, I prayed, and I was like, right, let's just go for a walk today, because at this time mm. I was I was nineteen stone and I was just, you know, I was I could have looked in the mirror, I didn't like myself, I I did have trouble with myself and the way I was feeling. So it was like, let's just go for a walk today. And the next day, it was just like, after the going for a walk, I'd done that for a week. The week after, I was like, right, let's just do 10 minutes on the exercise bike. Hmm. Done that, going for a walk. The next day, 15. And so at the end of the week, I've done 25 minutes on the bike. Went for a walk every day. And then the week after that, I was like, right, let me just sit, watch YouTube and do 30 minutes on the bike. Then go for a walk. Done this all week. Another another task completed. The week after that, it was like, right, we're going to do 30 minutes on the fitness bike. I'm going to do 30 minutes on the fitness app. And then I'm going to go for a walk. That accomplished that. It got to a point where, I, you know, I, I kind of just got stuck in what I was doing. I was like, right, there's a gym around the corner. Let me sign up to that. I went swimming. I went to the gym and I had a sauna. Then I'd go for my walk. And on my walk, I would then say my my gratification to God and my mum, my gratitude to my daughter, the people around me, the fellowship, what I'm grateful for, my life. Then I say the forgiveness and the people that I forgive that I have a lot of anger and hate and everything against, I would then mm. tell, you know, the person that crashed into me, I forgive that guy and I forgive some of my family members for not being there at the time when I needed them. I, I did have a lot of anger because of that. And then I would talk about um, the future and validation and as this was going on um, I couldn't do music at the time but I was like do you know what I've always wanted to do a film you know I'm a massive filmie I grew up on films as a kid and I always wanted to do something related to films and one day I was just there scro scrolling on Instagram and I typed in onto YouTube about podcasting Brian comes up so I was like wow okay found, <laughs> found you on Instagram I started talking to you and from there it was just like you gave me so much inspiration but you you know the questions died I was quite scared at first to do it and I didn't know what I was doing but reaching out to you and you being so friendly to me and and helping me in the manner that you did was and the time and everything you gave me and the attention was just amazing you know you giving that time to us having our first video call telling me about lighting telling me about like using the cameras um, about like the scenery around me, about the sound. So bit by bit, after you telling me this, I was like, right, I'm going to go out, I'm going to invest in some mics, 
I, you know, I went to Amazon and went and invested these mics of like twenty pounds. That done the that done it for a while, but you could still <laughs> you could still hear the the tin effect and how it was. And then from yeah. there, can I can I jump in here for a second? Yeah. Um, I, I want to jump in here. I want to hear the rest of the story, but this is kind of where uh, you mentioned where you and I connected. Um, so I'm grateful that my content was out there, that you came across it. But um, I remember our one of our first interactions and uh, we were just chatting it up a little bit on uh, DMing on Instagram, I believe at the time. And uh, I was just really intrigued by what you were sharing about your story. And I didn't know all of this backstory, but I was yeah. really intrigued by the what you were sharing about uh looking for something that gives you purpose something that you you love to do um that i was really you know heartbroken for you in a sense i didn't even know you but to to hear what you had been doing before but that now you were i just remember you saying you were in pain all the time laying in bed watching films and yeah. that this is something that you could do that could give you something to look forward to um and i was just so intrigued by that in fact i I just recorded a an, an episode of this. It hasn't aired yet, but it will just before this episode airs. Um, just about finding passion. Like, what are you passionate about as a podcaster? Because if it doesn't come from somewhere deep down, you're not going to want to talk about it very long. You're not going to want to. It's not going to be very successful because you may have some big episodes. But if podcast the the topic of what you're talking about doesn't come from what within or the purpose of why you're doing it doesn't come from within it's not going to go very far and um so that was one of the things that really struck me about you that this wasn't a a hobby for you that i i just want to do something i've got some extra time and it'd be fun to talk with some friends on a microphone whatever and there's nothing wrong with that a lot of podcasters do that but i could tell with you there was something that was really driving this from deep down and i went i want to talk to him I want to yeah. I want to figure this out. So I asked you your story, and I remember um, the I was so blown away by the by what you shared with me just in those Instagram um, voice messages that I went, man, there's something here I really want to I really want to get to know Jose a little bit. So we set up a call. I think it was a 30 minute call initially, and we kept running out of time on Zoom. And so yeah. I think we we reconnected two or three times just to just to connect and talk through that stuff. So I really appreciated that connection. Uh, the fact that, uh, you know, you reached out, you were authentic, you were real and you shared your story that, that those are the kind of podcasts. It's not the podcast. It's not about the podcast. Those are the kind of people I love working with that mm -hmm. have something deep down. They're passionate about that's really driving what they're doing. And so thank you for that. Um, just being real and being authentic and being vulnerable as we chatted. And uh, I know we've kept up more through the year and we've we've interacted, but I just wanted to break in on that part of your story and just let you know how much I appreciated that conversation and um, just where you're coming from in this. And to say, I'm glad you're feeling healthy and feeling good right now. So um, yeah. I'll pass it back to you. You started talking about some equipment and things, um, yeah. which, uh, you know, I have, you know, the procaster and the stuff all here in my studio but it's not that's not all necessary and you started i started without all of this you started without all of this tell us about your progression of kind of the equipment that you picked up and what you're doing with it yeah um i guess just you know i if when i started the channel i didn't know where i was going and what i was doing and i first of all i just started with like 
clips of my favorite films on Instagram. And as I was going along, um, some of them got real traction and some of them, you know, uh, some days I was going into my Instagram and just putting up like clips of like, let's say like the devil's advocate and the scene in the subway with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves and the Spanish guy approaches yeah. him and he's going to kind of like mug him. But then, you know, he turns to him, speaks to him in Spanish and tells him, look, you don't know you want to do this, but your wife is at home with another guy and really freaks this guy out. And it's a, it's quite an important clip for me because it's, it's just a great film, the devil's advocate. But I put that clip up on my, on my Instagram. And from there I was getting, you know, at one point it was it was at like ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty thousand, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred. Wow. The, the the people were just coming in. So then I was like, okay, something's going on here. So I started adding more clicks as I went along. And every day I was going in, there was, you know, a hundred new followers, two hundred new followers, so five hundred, a thousand. Then, you know, real good traction, real good traffic, interaction. I was like, yeah, something's something's really going on here. So that's why I then thought, you know what? I don't, I don't just want. I want to talk about films. That's what I love, films and TV. Mm. Like, you know, I, I have some people say like I have a photographic memory with like movies and stuff like that. When movies start at the beginning, I can tell you what that movie is by, you know, probably just the first few minutes of the scene. It's just something yeah. that I've just had in my mind and. It's just something that I've always wanted to do um, growing up and just being influenced by like Mark Kermode. He's a, a real, he's a film critic and Barry Norman, the late, great Barry Norman. I'd sit up when I was young and watch that on BBC One and he would talk, you know, for 30 minutes where there was only like five channels back in the day and he would talk, <laughs> yeah. you know, there was something that I really looked forward to every Sunday was watching Barry Norman. So I think just, Having the influence of that and doing this, I was like, do you know what? I would really love it if I could get the courage, get the nerve to do this. And I think, you know, where I was, I didn't have any purpose and where I was just so lost that I was like, I need something that I that I generally love that I can, you know, just talk about. But this was to get my confidence back, get my self-esteem back, because at the time when I was overweight i was still on my journey i was still trying to get things together i was like right i'm just gonna go for it if it fails it fails if it works it works but this is something for for me and to give me a purpose something that i want to do so when we reached out and we started talking i went away and i decided to do it split screen i'd have the trailer running on one side and i would i i, I put too much too much um too much pressure on myself because I was I wasn't editing the video and I was just doing it raw up front. That's I just wanted to do continuous thing. And it mm-hmm. would take me it would take me probably two hours to do two videos for, that were probably yeah. two or three minutes long because, you know, I would want to talk and I would just try and get what I could get out from my mind. I, I I'm not very good at reading or writing and I'm just I've got it all in my mind. So I'm gonna try and get it out. It was just really difficult. But there'd be some times that I would do it and I'd get it right. But what came with that side is I'm very explicit. So when I was talking and doing these reviews, I was just effing and blinded all over the shop. And I, it was just the way that I speak and the way I talk. When I show certain, certain friends that, they would look at it and say, okay, it's a bit it's a bit explicit, but that's how you talk. <laughs> and it's, it's raw and this, that, and that. So from there, I was just like, okay. Um, I went to a friend's house one day 
and I sat there and I, he's got a, he's got a housemate and he came out and, you know, I didn't, this guy, he's like a university guy. He's really well-spoken. He's quite a big guy as well. So when we sat there and we spoke, I talked about certain films. He knew these films and I, this, I've watched some disturbing films in my time. He knew those films. So when we were talking <laughs> about them, I was like, hang on a minute here. This guy's talking about films that you wouldn't ever, you could only watch it once. You could never watch it again. But he knew, <laughs> he knew every part of it. As we were talking, we were talking for like 30, 40 minutes about a film. In my mind, I was like, do you know what? This guy would be brilliant for the podcast. He would be so good. So I yeah. said to him, I said, I said, look, listen, you know, I'm, I'm still early days. I'd love to get you. I'd love to do a podcast with you. And we'd love to, you know, sit and just talk about films. He said to me, he said, listen, I've never videoed myself before. I've never took pictures. You know, I'm not really confident swaggy on on camera and stuff like that. I was like, okay, no problem. That's fine. We can we can work around that. So, I, you know, I, I got, I talked to him one day and got him on it to come over. We, for the first time, we just sat in the front room and uh, we just put the camera on us. We had, the, we had that Amazon mic in front of us. And we just sat and we talked for about 15 minutes. First one was probably about Barbie. He didn't like it. I didn't like it. So we kind of had <laughs> common ground about it. So we sat there and talked about it. And then we started the, the disturbing podcast where we talk about, we'd watch, it was pro- this is probably a messed up thing, but we'd, we'd go over these films that we've watched, disturbing films, and we'd sit and watch them. And then we'd sit and talk about it for 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And... It was it was an eye opener, but then you know I, I I thought to myself we can't I don't think we're going to reach the audience that we want by talking just what we want to do. So I said okay, right. let's let's sit and let's try and talk about other films that we watched together. So we just sat together and we started watching kind of like films that we love. He'd not seen a lot of films. Some of the films he introduced me to, but we sat there and started doing it. Then he started coming with ideas because I've got two studios. So- so how long, sorry to cut you off there. How long were you doing this alone before you brought on your co? What's his name? Alex. His name's Alex. Alex. Before you brought on Alex. Um, I think I was doing it. I think I was doing it for about four months on my own. And I was really, okay. I, I was really struggling on my own to do it because like I said, it was taking me so long to do a video and I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of my own worst enemy like that because I want it to be a certain, I want it to be, I wanted to get to the point, but I think the way I was doing it was just so difficult. I was stressing myself out. Alan, I think that's a I think that's a common uh, obstacle for most podcasters, for no, most video creators. Is most of us are not good on camera initially, and we want to be. Um, and I don't know if that was what your concern was, but I know you want your video to look nice. You want it to look perfect. You want the lighting right. You want the camera angle right, and I know you are. Uh, you've been in music production, and so you pay attention to detail. It, yeah, it, I would understand, and so um, I do think that's something that keeps people from really getting started. Um, so I applaud you for jumping in and and just going for it because that's the only way to get better, right? Is to try it. Yeah, fail a couple times. Yeah, fail more than a couple times. Yeah, put something out there that you might feel like this isn't perfect, but then you start seeing, oh, people are watching this. 
Yeah. This is gaining some traction, yeah. even though I don't think it's perfect. People are are tuning in. So just an encouragement to anybody listening too. Um, you don't have to be perfect. You don't no. have to be uh, comfortable on camera yet. You'll get there the more you work at it for sure. So um, yeah, I just wanted to interject some of those thoughts there. It sounds like you've processed that. You've worked through that. So um, how, let me ask you, let me ask you, I guess, before we move on with the story where Alex came in, at what point did you start feeling, or maybe you still struggle with it, I don't know. At what point did you start feeling more comfortable sitting in front of a camera and a microphone and just talking and being comfortable there? I I, I think I think um, my way of dealing with, because I was still lost at the time with the accident, but the way I was trying to process things with the podcast and I explained to people, look, I can't process things like the way the way I used to. You know, sometimes it takes me a while to learn things or slow. But I thought, you know what, the the way I'm I'm trying to project how I am is through the podcast. This really helped me because with the, I think you know, I'm struggling with communication definitely because I wasn't a good communication in my relationships, probably with friends as well. Um, and we're talking to a psychiatrist that really gave me the, the communication part and being able to talk expressively, talk freely about certain things. I think as well, losing weight, which I did, gave me the confidence on screen because I started to feel good. I started to look good. You know, I was eating the right things. I'd gone from 19 stone to mm. 13 stone, felt comfortable. I started building a little bit of muscle. I started really, really, you know, I looked in the mirror and I could say, wow, this is a different guy to what it was. So, when I then started going on screen and just being able just to be let loose, I was feeling more more open about it, more being able to talk about certain things. But yeah. it was just the case of just trying it and just giving it a go. I've got nothing to lose. And with with the equipment that I had was very basic at the time, but it was just like, look, I've got to start somewhere. I've started this now. And as it was going on, I say about four months before Alex come on, and really turned the show around. He, because Alex is like a personal trainer as well. That's what he does as well. So, okay, me bumping into him and him telling me, "Look, eat this, you know, work out and do this kind of routine in the gym." But then when we were sitting together, um, my split it and my my swearing had gone because I'm sitting opposite a guy that's very, very. He's one of the the, the smartest guys I know. He's very mm. well educated. He reads books for fun. He's the worst smith. He knows a lot of words. So him sitting opposite, <laughs> he reads books for fun. He reads Those books people for are fun. weird. He, he, like he's the kind of guy, right? That um, you know, you say to him it. about you say to him about something, you know, something about English literature. You say, I don't love it, but I'll go away and read a book and I'll know it. You know, I, normal people listen to podcasts. Weird people read books for fun. Is that what we're saying? Because I'm uh, on board with that. <laughs> Listen, Alex is very special. Like, it's, he is a very special guy. Like, my daughter um, is is kind of having a bit of difficulties in 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 GCSE maths. And I talked to her about it. And I said, "Listen, my daughter's having trouble GCSE." He's like, "Okay, I can go away to learn it, and I can teach her." I was like, "All right, okay." It saves me getting a tutor. That's but, yeah, awesome. That, that's that's great. So he yeah. is all he he just thrives on information. Which you know, he he came in when we were sitting, and I said, "Look." Um, we were sitting just on the sofa and it, 
the I think the whole vibe of it, the way it looked, the way it sounded, wasn't right. I wanted to move it into Studio Two, which we did. But then Alex started seeing. Look, if we move the table this way, if we put the chairs that way, if we put the camera this way, mm. he was very particular about um, the way it looked, the way it sounded. We went out, we went and bought Holly, Hollyland's microphones. They cost a bit of money, but they're fantastic. We clip yeah. them on and we just let loose and we sit opposite each other. But then we're sitting with Alex and the way he just, it, I've never known anyone, you know, that he, when I asked him for the premise, when we sit and watch films, he does five, six pages of notes about the film. So when we go wow. straight, when we go straight into the film, I say, tell me about the premise. And he'll sit there and he breaks this film down. And so probably, probably for about two minutes, he lets loose. And then he'll switch over to me and I'll say something basically like, look, I, I think the the way it's the filmed, the the performances, the way it's edited. So there's two different perspectives. It's, it's, it's Alex's uh, intellectual, his IQ and the way he researches and looks at film, but he always finds like some sort of, point there's always a point to something which you go on about but then i break yeah. it down to a minimal style that, that it's filmed like this it's directed like that the cinematographist like this the performance the script you know the colors all this kind of thing so the people that see and watch us now they're like the two you two just work with chemistry and and i've got i think we've got this this fantastic chemistry where you know i know when he's gonna stop so then i could come in because it's no good if you if you haven't got that kind of know-how between each other. If you've got that, yep. that connection, and, uh, connection and vibe with each other, if you haven't got that, you're breaking up and you're talking over each other. But when Alex stops, I come in. And then when I stop, yeah. Alex comes in. And it's just, you know, we at first as well, when we were doing this, we were having so much fun with it. We were sitting talking for 10, 15 minutes. I was like, okay, Al, we need to cut this down. It needs to be four <laughs> or five minutes. He goes off on one about, like, you know, about, for example, like Platoon and about the Vietnam War and about this and about that and about this. And it's like, okay, this is great, but we need to make this into five minutes because it needs to be watchable. We've been here to three minutes. That's yeah. great. Because I find that the thing is with podcasting, it's it's, it's very short attention span. You've got to get yeah. to, you know, and, and it's quirky as well. I think the way Alex is, where it's, it's really well spoken, but. I'm kind of street, you know, I'm not well educated. I failed a school, but we have this vibe together where it's funny. He's got his yeah. he's got his views, I've got my views, and we just it just clicks and works. So I can only say thank you to Alex for coming in on the show, being part of the show now because the channel is is his as well. But as well with yeah with, with Alex, um he's he's not the kind of guy that'll watch anything can't do that so i don't yeah i don't want to and i t we talked about it a few weeks ago and i said listen i know you're you know if he goes and watches like a rubbish film he just he can't hack it even though there's more fun in i think there's more fun <laughs> in, in in breaking down a really bad film and talking about it but yeah he he, he wants meaning in the film so he doesn't yeah. want to just sit there and watch something let's say for example like marvel he can't do that he cannot watch Marvel stuff. So okay. I, don't, I don't want to ruin it for Alex. I want him, he, he enjoyed, you know, once we get going on on doing the podcast, we'll end up doing seven, eight reviews, maybe more. We just, we're just firing. But and yeah. he, and I can see that he loves it. So I don't want to hang him out and say, 
right ads, we're going to watch, we're going to watch Marvel, we're going to watch this superhero film, we're going to watch this film, we're going to watch that film. Because then when you stop loving something, you know, your energy and your, your motivation for it goes, because then it's like, oh, I don't yeah. do it. So this is where now I'd have got, a, I'm getting, I've got a little team of people. I've got somebody that likes Marvel films that will step in and watch the Marvel stuff. I've got a couple of girls now that will talk about rom com stuff and little bits and bobs on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm starting to, we're starting to build the team now. And also we do like the cinema reviews where we go on the day we sit and watch the film. We come out, and I'll just, I'll give it to you straight away from the from watching it at the cinema. I will do my best to review it as I can because there's nothing like that yeah. really going on. So there's that going I'm glad on. You, I'm glad you mentioned that because <laughs> that's something that's something that I've noticed uh, just watching your Instagram feed as well is um, what the some of the new things that I've seen you do. So Alex coming on, uh, that was new. Um, the uh, the on location. I always wondered about how you film those, and is the 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 cinema? Are they okay with you running in with the camera, or is it just kind of we just do it and then we talk about it later? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 we you know we, we do they you know, know what, you at this point? Um, there was I think the the one where I went to watch Killers of Flower Moon in Peterborough. It's not far from me, but I okay. I went there and I went and watched the movie, I came out, and I said to the guys around, I said, look, I'm doing a podcast, I'd just like to film over there in the lobby bit and just talk about a film, I'm not going to bother anyone, I'm not going to do this, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They were like, yeah, yeah, it's no, no problem, it's fine. And then the manager came out, and then with Jane, she came up to me, she goes, oh, you're running a podcast. I said, yeah, we're running a podcast, it's quite, you know, it's doing quite well at the moment. She was like, listen, if you, in the future, if you just contact me before you come, you're more welcome to come down. I could give you free tickets and snacks, and you could come in and review the film. And I was like, "Wow, that's great. That's fantastic." You know, that is I, awesome. That's 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 amazing. But then I've been to other cinemas where I've gone in and I've, I, I, you know, I've just said, "Hello, you know, we do their own podcast. We review films on location, blah blah blah. We're just going to talk about the film in the lobby bit." And the guy, the manager was like, "No, I'm sorry, you can't do that here. We're not allowed to do that." Yeah. Blah, blah. And I've got to respect your wishes. So then oh, from yeah. there. From there, you know, I'm not going to disrespect anyone or or do you wrong, but I'll just come out of your cinema and I'll just review it on the step. It, yeah. You know, it, it's it's just one of those things. So it's it's kind of touch and go. And I think it's where they think you're going to sit there and review it in the actual movie. I think they get worried about piracy and stuff like that. Right, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's just a case of going in there, watching it, coming straight out and reviewing it. So I've got yeah. somebody, I've got a, a girl that's going to come onto the show soon, which... She will be then doing that as well as I'll be doing it, but then she'll be talking to and getting and, and getting the opinions and thoughts of other people that have come out. Just a quick word about your film. What did you think? So, so I want listen. I built the channel for everyone. It's not just for me. Yeah. It's for everyone, and I want it just to be that place where people come and say, "Shall I watch this film?" Or I'm going to watch this because these guys are this. And a lot of people are now doing that. They watch the thing and they think, "All right, I'm going to give this." I'm going to give this film a shot, you know, and, and we try not to give any a lot of spoilers away. And I have to say to Alex before we're talking about it, no spoilers, please. And sometimes he lets loose, but sometimes he doesn't. So, yeah, gotcha. it, this channel's for everyone, and that's just how I'm building it now. I just want to get as many people on board that love that love films and that just yeah. love love everything about films and TV shows, you know? Yeah. So um, yeah. Oh, the question I was... I just had a question that it just floated out of my brain as I heard you talk. Um, 
what was I going to ask you? <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember. Like it was right there. I'll just cut this whole section out now. Okay. Um, yeah. Shoot. What was it? I was taking another note. Uh, I wanted to ask you about something later. Um, oh, I know what it was. <clears throat> so oh, there's a, a big trend right now on YouTube. Uh, reaction channels. It seems like everybody has a reaction channel. Um, I'm re reacting to music. I'm reacting to film. I'm reacting to television shows. I'm reacting to other reactors reacting to like, it is just a growing trend. And I can't say that um, I've not watched plenty of reactions because um, it, it is kind of fun watching someone else react to something that you love. But what's the, it, the your channel or your podcast is not that. What separates what you guys are doing from the typical reaction channels on YouTube? Um, I, I guess what separates us from that, because I've seen some of their reactions. I have done some, but I found it really difficult. Unless you're going to put on a really funny face or look really you know, peculiar, I don't really yeah. get, it, get it myself. Like I can, I could get hype about a trailer. I can watch it and just, but when, I think when you're doing it and you, you put it up, I don't see the fascination for it. But it's massive. The review thing yeah, is it massive. Is. It's massive. So I guess what separates us from doing that, which I would like to do more going forward in the future, but what separates us from doing that is just two guys just sitting there talking about movies. That's it. Yeah. That's really it. Because I, you know, I've, I've, I follow a couple of guys on TikTok. This one guy, he's got like 500,000 followers. He just sits in his front room and he kind of breaks down. He does reactions and he kind of breaks the, the cab. Some of the camera angles are nice, but it's just his, his facial expressions and it's got people on board with it. And the way he's just breaking down the, the trailer at the end of it is cool. But I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really confused as well myself, but it's, it's something that people like and they're into. And yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It seems like a, as I process through what that's all about, that trend is all about, um, again, I, it's fun sometimes watching someone enjoy something that you love. Like, I get that. But it sounds like it's a quick way to grow on YouTube. No, no, no. Um, if you're watching things that other, like millions of people love, they're going to tune into you to react. But I just don't see the long-term benefit of, mm. of that. Like, I feel like that's going to drive you for a while and then it's going to fizzle out. And I, I think what I love about uh, what you guys are doing is your love for film is already built into you. So we go back to that passion we talked about earlier a little bit. Your love for film, and even as a kid, you said that you you stayed up and you watched you know these film reviews and you wanted to yeah. do something with that. So I think that brings something a little extra to the table because it's not just oh that was a great scene. What up? Like. You're analyzing the how they're filming, the cinematography. You're analyzing the story, you know, as Alex brings in his notes. And so um, yeah. I just think, I just don't want someone to to listen or to watch this podcast and, and go, oh, it's just another reaction channel. Because it's far from a, just another reaction channel. This is something that you are truly, really passionate about. Not that reactors aren't. I'm not trying to put anybody down there. Um, I'm just saying that this, there is something different about what you guys are doing and, and I can really appreciate that. So, um, keep doing what you're doing, man. I was going to ask you about what's next and you kind of already talked about building a team, um, around you, seeing different films, different people talking about, it. is there anything else beyond that that's next for the video drone podcast? 
Yeah, um, we've we've obviously, the the website is about eighty percent done now, and that's just a page where people can go and get a lot of the the new reviews. And we've got obviously the merchandise going on there, and there will be more merchandise going on there. Um, also, you'll be able to contact us, but we've just we've just got on we've just been uh, sorted out the Spotify channel, so we're now on Spotify, and that's okay. I hope hopefully that will that will go off as well. Um, we, we, we've been looking at film festivals and going on location at film festivals. Oh, Comic Con, cool. we've got something. Uh, we've got a like a link in into Comic Con, so we're going to go there and maybe have to talk to a few like you know stars from films. That'd be great. I think that's interviewing people on on location. Also, yeah. also film premieres. We we we're going to jump in on, and it's just literally going to be a day in London. We're going to get down there and I'm, you know, me and Alex, I, I think I'm good at talking to people. So I think I, I can get away of getting onto this red carpet some way or the other and talking to someone big, because I think that would be really great for the channel, being able to talk to so, a, a, a real top actor and just, you know, and I want to be off the cuff. I don't want to say, oh, you know, when you've done this film and this, out, I want to say something like, you know, what kind of socks do you wear? I want to say something right. off key. I want to be different. I want to bring something yeah. different to interviewing somebody and talking about yep. it you know also bringing in the film stuff but i want to be different so i think it's more just a case of building the channel building more people around it getting on as many platforms as we can merchandise out there film and um, film festivals premieres and like the comic cons and things like that i think that's basically it man and just keep yeah like, like i'd say to people if you're if you're out there and you want to do what you love do it just don't you yeah. know i think like we talked about earlier, I think a lot of it is fear and being ashamed. Of this. Look, we're going to fail. We started from the front room to now in the studio, and we've we teamed up with somebody else. His name's Paul Sinfield. He's done a couple of reviews on the channel, but we're looking to build another studio where we can just go in, and it's going to be set up like a real nice studio. So that's something for the future as well, which we're going to do. Yeah. And it's just it's just about... Keep learning, keep you know, we, we we had to get the lighting right, we had to buy it, we had to invest in new mics, and it's just little bits that we could do. But the main thing is your content. Getting your content, as long as the visuals right and it sounds right, you'll be you'll be okay. And you could just keep learning and keep going off of these steps. Yep. Just just don't yep. give up. And that's like just like in life, right? Where I think where I've been on this journey and I've done everything that I've done. And, you know, just by doing the smallest little things. Just by making your bed in the morning is an accomplishment, it's a task. So if you get up and make your bed, and even if you have a miserable day, you can come home and know that you made that bed and tomorrow's going to be a better day. That's it. Yeah. Just keep going. Don't quit, man. Don't give up, man. It's just like your life. Just keep going. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Well, I am, Jose, really encouraged by uh, your story. I'm encouraged by your words and I'm feeling really motivated uh, right now. Just uh, you're, you're great on the mic. You're a great speaker. Um, I love hearing you, your story. And again, just the, the motivation and where this all comes from. So thank you for that. Um, you know, besides my audience hearing from you, I personally am grateful for the motivation that, that you've given me just now. So I'm really excited about uh, the way your channel has grown. Um, to look back and go, you know, remember those first conversations you and I had. Um, I, I just, I'm glad that I could be even a small part of a conversation with you to see where you've taken this and where you've gone. Um, and you've done, you've done a lot of great work. So well done. 
well done. And I'm looking forward to seeing where else you, you go with you and Alex and the team that you're building and all the stuff that you're doing. Thank you. What, um, just a couple quick questions. What platforms are you on currently where people can find you? Um, we are on TikTok, YouTube, like the YouTube has, you know, when I first started the YouTube, we had nothing. Now we're on nearly 9,000 subscribers and that's, that's amazing. And yeah. the, the Instagram is, is good and it's there, but I, well, I think this year I, you know, I want to put more into the YouTube because that's where I want us to be really focused with that base, but we're on TikTok, we're on threads, we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube and yeah, on Instagram and Spotify. All now. under the same name? All, all under, under the, the same, same name? All under the same name, yeah. All under the same name. And if you go onto one of those channels, it will link to, you know, link tree to any other stuff that we're doing so you can see it. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's just it's just off of them 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 ones that just keep building man and like uh, the website and stuff so yeah it's just keep doing and keep moving forward man that's great that's great well thanks for being a part of this thanks for sharing we do i talked to you a little bit earlier we i've added a new segment to this podcast called good questions and these are questions that come in just from listeners from viewers of the show that are usually in a place of I just want to start a podcast. What do I need to do? What are some, you know, some questions that I'm not asking that I need to ask and what equipment do I need? All that stuff. A lot of the questions you and I talked about initially. Um, so I, I talk about, I, I take one of those questions on every episode and we just kind of talk about it for a minute. If you're willing to jump in, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So the question for this week is what strategies have you tried successfully or unsuccessfully to grow your audience? And you've talked a little bit about that already. Um, so I want to give you a chance to maybe if there's anything else that you've done uh, to share, I'll share from my perspective first, some things that I've tried to do that have worked and haven't worked. Um, mm -hmm. And then I'll pass it back to you uh, okay. on that. So. For me, um, I'll say this, you've grown, you found a niche that uh, people are tuning into and subscribing to, and your channel is growing um, at a really great rate. And I love that. And I'm excited about that. For me, uh, my niche is beginner podcasters. So um, I, when I started this, I assumed that I would have viewers that would tune in, get things started, and then probably move on to something more technical and more um, advanced if they needed it. So um, I didn't expect my channel to really blow up and grow, but I'll say this, this year, since the beginning of 2024, um, I've experienced more growth than I ever have uh, on my channel. Um, and it's not explosive, but it feels pretty explosive compared to where it's been. It's been kind of a steady incline and I hit January and it, it jumped. Um, wow. And so for me, what strategies have I used? Um, I don't spend a lot of time on social media posting things. I know we connected initially there. I've connected with a few people that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, I've what I've done recently is just be more consistent and just post more content. And yeah. so in January, I think I had about two videos a week, which is difficult to do. But if you can find the time, the consistency of of what you're doing, the consistency of the quality of your content, the more you put out. Um, and let's be honest, there's sometimes 
you just strike gold with one of your videos. Um, and that brings people to the channel to experience other things that you have on there. Uh, if it's, you know, whether it's on YouTube or TikTok or, you know, you're just listening on Spotify, whatever. Well, so consistency is what I would say has been the best thing for me. And uh, the other thing is just evergreen content, just content that is always relevant no matter what time 100%. of the year or yep. what year it is. So for yep. you, the films, people are always watching films. They're going to continue to come back to your channel to hear what you have to say about this film or that film. You for know? me, I'm talking again about how do you start a podcast? How do you set up a home studio? Uh, a, a video I did, I just looked at, um, Jose, two years ago, December of 2021, um, consistently is my most viewed video every single week since December wow. of 2021. Wow. Um, and people continue to go back there, which I love. I'm just trying to strike gold again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those yeah, are sure. those are those are some of my uh, strategies: is just consistency and mm -hmm. quality. Um, yeah. And the you'll find your audience. Your audience will find you. And it's not mm -hmm. super proactive, but I think it's it's the best thing you can do. And then all the other stuff social media you can add to to that so let me toss it to you how would you answer that question what are some strategies successfully or maybe unsuccessfully that you've tried to grow your audience okay i've been the the consistency one is very important where um and being current and relevant so where alex has wrote down a schedule of films we know what's coming out which is very big because if like let's say dune's coming out that's going to be a massive film we have to jump on that the day it comes out and within a few yeah. hours, we have to do that review and it has to be out. And that's the way we, we're running things at the moment. It has to be current, has to be relevant. Same with stuff on Netflix. If it comes out that day, we have to watch it. We have to review it. Just get the content down um, is, is, is very important because people will go to watch something like doing and they'll go to watch your review because of things out. So it's very important right. that you stay current, you stay relevant and you just keeping that little that little flow of just being in there and on time. There's no good review in a film two weeks down the line when it's out and everybody's kind of seen it. So you have to you have to strike when the when when the iron's hot and doing it yeah. on the day, watching it coming out of the cinema, or we do a cinema review and editing it and releasing it that you know within an hour or something. So it's current, it's relevant. Um, I think what's what's quite important as well, which I've noticed, get your titles right on YouTube and stuff like that get your titles yeah. right because i you know I, over the time with youtube i was just putting out kind of just the same title you know of the film title and something like this and in a, a, a brief description that wasn't selling it what i was doing wasn't selling it so i had to then really think of a quirking kind of virally i want to you know reel people in to say like you know Hit or miss, is this film garbage or is it a masterpiece? People will think, oh, it's garbage or masterpiece. Let me let me check this out. So your titles need to be important because it needs to it needs to strike people and, and get their attention straight away. I found it has that to be really searchable important. too. Right? Yeah. It has to be searchable. It has to be a title that if someone's gonna type something in, that title's gonna show up. I think a lot mm -hmm. of people want to be clever. And I was the same way. I wanted to be clever with my title and intriguing. And then I realized people aren't searching clever titles. They're searching straight up. What's yep. this about? You know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's a big one. Um, anything else? That, no, it, yeah. and it's just, it, you know, with, I've, I, you know, 
the algorithm is, is something like the Bermuda Triangle. You're never going to figure it out. It moves right. and it just it changes every day. And so you can't you could put one video out and it gets 200 views. You could put another video out and you get two views. It's all about the algorithm and being friendly yeah. with YouTube, with Insta, because they're going to recommend. I've noticed something that um, has been really well for us. Like when me and Alex do, when we do, when we do sit and do the podcast, well, there'll be about a two or three minute gap where we just sit and we talk nonsense about dinner, about the cats, <laughs> about what he's doing later, about what he's wearing, about what's it. Those and I, 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 I edit those and I put that up on, I put them on reels. Some of them are go, and on TikTok, people love that outtakes. It's just <laughs> yeah. real. It's it's raw. It's funny. Yep. It's authentic. It's original. So don't be afraid. Just sit there and even if you're going to talk. That's what people want to hear. That's what people want to see. That's what people want to hear. Just be yourself. Just put it out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you know, you could put out really, really great content. And you could put out something that is just two minutes of, or a minute of just talking garbage. And people like that. People yeah. love that raw, that raw film and stuff. And that's what it's about with now and something quickly you can watch a minute. And try and keep, if you're going to do your Instagram, Instagram stuff, TikTok, and your reels, try and keep it under a minute because attention spans now. Mm -hmm. People want to see yeah. things quick. And it just with the with the whole real thing and TikTok, you could just scroll quickly, bang, bang, right. bang, 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 bang. So just try and keep it um quirky to let's say 50, 30 seconds. This is now you're gonna yep. get your people driving in and you're gonna get you watch views and it's gonna keep going like that. So it's just all about just Keeping it to a minimum and just getting to the point. Don't be afraid yeah. to jump in and do it. That's all I can say. Yeah. No, that's a good word. That's a good word, and I appreciate it. And again, I think to bring this all full circle, um, you talked about being real. People love the authenticity, <laughs> the outtakes. Um, that's Again, that's what it attracted me to really want to dive in and talk more with you is your your willingness to be vulnerable and um, just be real. And so Where? I'm excited, again, just the relationship that we've developed, the friendship we've developed and, um, to see where you're at now. And I, I'm going to, I'm just going to invite myself, um, in for a second. If I ever make it to Bedford, um, I'm going to hold <laughs> a camera. We're going to go into the cinema together. We're going to watch a film okay. and then maybe even if I'm there over the weekend, maybe we'll hit a church service on Sunday. How's that sound? Mate, mate, that'll be great. I think you'd love my church. My church is the worship, the prayer, the sermons, everything. It's a very, you know, every week I go there the church it just fills me up it keeps me humble it, re it resets me and recharges me for the week ahead and it gives me it fills my cup up and it just gives me that motivation that vibe to keep going because i know there's bigger things out there for me and i know that god's got a plan for me he's got a purpose i'm here for a reason and i think part of that reason is the podcast but yeah if you're ever yeah. in bedford you're welcome to come to the cinema and i'd love to do that with you but brian i just want to say man like that a lot of this show what we've done wouldn't have been this show if it wasn't for you because you could talk to people on Instagram all day long and they won't reply to you, but you mm. reply. And I think your heart, your your kindness, your positivity, mate, that, that helped me a lot when I was going through dark times, being able to talk the way I talked to you and you were really wanting to know what was going on and, and really really identifying with what was going on to me but also just giving me that time and attention to talk and the show wouldn't be where it is today 
if it wasn't for you. So I need to give you massive props for that. And I'll do anything going forward to help you and your show and you know, and, and push people in the, your direction because you made this show what it is. And I can only thank you whenever I need to ask you something. If it's about jump cuts, it's about lighting, it's about sound, it's about the, the you know the scenery, whatever it is, you always make time for me. And for you to reach out that first time was a blessing, mate. You came into my life at that mm. time when I needed you, and you gave me that confidence to say, you know, you talked to me, and I was like, wow, this guy, he's massive. What I was watching and seeing all your stuff, I was like, wow, this guy is fantastic. And I couldn't have asked. Out of all the people who are podcasting, I bumped into you. I met you. So thank you for giving me the time and, and making video drone what it is and making the show what it is. So thank you very much. Yeah. You're welcome, man. I appreciate those words. And uh, we should probably end the episode before I get emotional. So uh, thank you for that. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and uh, stop recording, but um, and then we can keep chatting offline. So thanks, Jose, okay. for being part of the show today. Thank you. Thanks for everyone's tuning in.